Hey girl, today we're talking a little juicy here on the topic, how do I stop the binge? For years, I felt so alone in this and really feel like this is something that so many of us struggle with. Today, I want to give you three steps that's going to help you evaluate your diet and finally begin the steps to stopping the binge. But before we start, I want to reread a review of the week. Someone left me a review on the podcast, Live to be Fit Mama. She says, this is an amazing podcast full of practical tips and strategies for busy women. Tara grounds her fitness and health expertise in biblical truth. She speaks directly to where I am and have been. I love these are short pieces I can listen to on my way to work. Inspiration abounds. Thank you for your willingness to help us all find our freedom. So thankful for that review. Thank you, Live to be Fit Mama. I am so thankful to be here with you today, and if you stick around, I'm going to share how I was able to find my way out of the binge cycle. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So you ask, why am I talking about this today? I really want to share with you a little bit of personal history here to maybe shed some light on where you're at and that freedom can be found in where you are. I was struggling uh, so many years ago with this and it really just kept me in this cycle of overeating, binging, feeling the shame, feeling the guilt, and just being so sick and tired of it. And the things that I'm going to share with you today are things that have helped me come out of that and release that and change my perspective on myself, but also food. And I'm excited to share that with you today. So I want to give you three steps that help you look at your diet and see physiologically how we can stop that binge. So this episode's all kind of wrapped up in the physiological things that we do. And I'm going to do a part two that's going to talk about the heart issue. And today I want to ask you first off, step one, are you restricting your calories? This is something that I never really thought about. Like, why am I binging so much? Why do I have these cravings? Why am I doing this type of food behavior? And after some years of influences in my life and just the, the knowledge being able to evaluate my diet had really helped me look at, okay, what is it am I doing that's making this happen? Physiologically, didn't realize it at the time. The first thing, if you're exercising and not eating enough, chances are you're restricting. And for most of us who are trying to lose weight, we're always looking about that restriction. We want to, we want to have less calories in more calories out, right? We want to burn more calories than we consume. That's, that's the whole diet culture mindset that that's the only way for us to lose weight is burn more calories than you eat. 
And well, that's all fine and good to a certain point. As we start to age, we figure out that's not really the only thing that can impact how we lose weight. But let's talk about the binge part. Fasting until a certain time, is that part of your daily ritual? Are you trying to kind of keep yourself from eating certain amount of hours per day so that you're only eating in a certain window and therefore you're eating less calories? That might work for some people. It definitely did work for me. If I fasted a certain period of time or like I tried to make it to lunch without eating, I felt like I was ravenous by the time I got home from work. I would be cleaning out the kitchen. I'd be making cookies. I'd do whatever I could to fulfill those lost calories. So that didn't work for me. Uh, the other thing is, is just the idea of white knuckling it. Um, that's part of the calorie restriction. You know, I got to white knuckle it until I can eat again. And if you are eating a small lunch, let's say you eat a lunch for salad and it's not really filling in another hour, you're hungry, you're going to white knuckle it from like two o'clock in the afternoon until six or six 30 when it's time to eat. By that point, there's just no hope, right? You're going to be eating while you're cooking dinner. You're going to be snacking. You're going to do these things. And then your whole restricting of calories goes off the charts because now you've, you've eaten them all back just while you're trying to make dinner. And so the restriction of calories can play a huge role in the binge. If you're not giving your body what it needs, physiologically, it's going to come back to get you, right? Deprivation always leads to indulgence. There's something called a DIS scale. It stands for deprivation indulgence scale. And you got one end of the spectrum is, is a deprivation, the restriction of calories for extended period of time or whatever that looks like for you daily. And then on the other end is indulgence. And truly and realistically navigating the middle is the only place we can go. And that's the only place that we can live in this lifestyle of moderation. And this is something that I'll be talking about in future episodes. But that restriction of calories will always, always, always lead to indulgence, that binge. So step two, something else that I have found to help evaluate the diet is, are you eating enough protein at each meal? I've had this discussion before on here, the previous podcast, and protein really does make an impact on your future meals. And so if you're having a breakfast that is oatmeal or I mean donuts or whatever carbohydrate heavy and you're not getting protein at that first meal of the day for me if I have if I have oatmeal without any sort of protein chances are by 10 o'clock I am starved and I'm going to reach for whatever is available and so making sure that I always have uh, a protein I always start my day with a protein shake Getting that initial um, protein is huge to set me on track for a good day. Typically, as females, we are not protein eaters. We will prefer, most of us will prefer the carbohydrates over the protein. We don't typically overeat on chicken breasts, right? We, we can overeat on, on donuts or cookies or salty things that we might like, but usually it's not the, the protein that we're overeating on. You can find how much protein you need. You can go to these uh, protein calculator on, on the web and search to see how much protein you might need per day. 
Um, it's really an estimated guess, but if you're just shooting for protein at each meal, a good serving of quality protein, that's all you need to look for. Um, I mentioned adding a protein shake in for me. I, it took me forever to figure out what protein I actually liked because I hated the taste of all of it. <laughs> still, still, sometimes I try different ones and I just can't. And so I find myself back at the one that I, that I like the best. Uh, for me, I like to put frozen fruit in it. I get those frozen fruit because I like my protein shake to be more like a milkshake. More, It feels more satisfying to me that way. And, um, I don't really like to put the protein in the shaker bottle with the almond milk or whatever you're using water and shake it up without being super, super cold. So everybody's got their own way, but find a way that is satisfying to you that you really enjoy it. And adding that protein shake may help you start your day off ahead of the game instead of behind in the game. Lastly, are you so exhausted by the end of the day that you just fall into brain shutdown mode and then it's game on. Uh, the restriction of calories will always end in the binge. And so that's why this is super important is that you're getting enough calories throughout the day so that when you get to the end of the day, you have the ability to have some time you're not ravenous. You're not starving. You have some time to make some healthier choices. When you get to the end of the day, your mental energy is toast, right? Our demands of the day are so great, whether it's with work, with family, with you know parenting, with all the outside things that you have going on to be mentally overloaded. And then at the end of the day, you got to make good, healthy choices. That's not happening. However, if you set yourself up at the beginning of the day with starting the day with, with protein, you're getting full satisfaction from your meals, you're eating healthy, you're doing what you need to do. By the end of the day, even if you don't have dinner made when you're ready to get home, you have that a little bit of time to think about, okay, look, I can make a healthy, I've got enough time to make a little bit of a plan here. You're not so ravenous that you're, you're kind of ruining all your efforts throughout the day but it really does come back to that restriction. Usually what happens is our brains are so overloaded with everything. We kind of get into that brain shutdown mode and mindfulness is the answer. Mindfulness gives us the ability to quiet ourselves and say, I'm really hungry right now. In about 30 minutes, I'm going to be off the charts. Let me go ahead and make a quick, healthy plan here figure out what I got in the house. How can I bring this together for a meal, throw it together and boom, in 30 minutes, you're, you're eating, uh, your healthier, your healthier meal. Now, if you continue that binge after dinner's over, you've got that late night, then again, reevaluating what you did throughout the day that brought you to this place of binge. Um, it really does come back to the deprivation. There is really uh, one challenge that I, that I ask you to do this week. And the challenge is just to pick one thing. You know, this is how we start one thing at a time, not being overwhelmed with all these rules. This is not the way to live, to live by a set of rules. We should be able to live in the freedom of making choices that are good for our bodies, good for our health, good for our family. And um, I want you to pick one thing. If you're hungry all the time, you're going to binge. It's just inevitable. 
So try either adding more protein to your morning routine. Think about what do you eat for lunch? You know, when I say protein, I'm, you're, you know, you're talking, trying to choose healthier versions of protein, right? You know, whether it's eggs, egg whites, protein shake, you know, if you are somebody who likes sweet protein bars, finding yourself a good protein bar that's not full of sugar is key because you can throw that in, in the afternoon after your lunch. If you like a little something sweet that can kind of tide you over until you can get home to make your, your protein rich meal, your vegetables, whatever you're making, but pick something that you can change that will help you get to the place where you're seeing that you want to binge, that you're finding yourself wanting that more and more. So being able to identify something is, is key. Other things that can really impact um, the binge is what are you doing throughout your day to manage your stress? Because some of us are stress eaters, right? Some of us are really wanting that fix to help us calm. Yeah. Anybody else there with me? Uh, you've had a stressful day. You're mentally overloaded. You get home. You're not really hungry, but hey, there's some homemade cookies sitting right there on the counter. I'm going to eat some because I've had a stressful day. Stress is also a huge impact on the binge. I think it's important for you to figure out what in your day can you choose to help not as you can't eliminate stress. We'll are always have stress, but how can you minimize it? So can you get up from your desk and go outside and take a walk around your office building? Can you take the, go to the bathroom, the long end of the hallway, you know, go to the bathroom that's on the other side of the building. So that you're getting more steps, clear your mind in the moments where you have some quiet to yourself, fill your mind with things that are life giving, not life like sucking, right? Don't that don't suck the, the life out of you. Fill yourself with things that are going to rejuvenate you. Go outside, breathe some fresh air, whatever it is for you, figure that out and change one thing this next week and just evaluate. Am I, am I binging more this week? Again, it's a daily journey. It's a daily meal by meal effort to, to really learn to live in the life of freedom and, and stop the behaviors that we're doing that are really keeping us from the life that God wants us to live. So that's your challenge to um, either add more protein, figure out ways to not restrict your calories, get what you need in your body, and to not come to brain shutdown mode at the end of the day, and making sure that you're mindful about what it is that you're doing before doing it. So be intentional. And uh, I can't wait to hear how that goes. If you join me in the Facebook group, She Breaks Free, would love to connect with you there. Drop your email. would love to get you on an email list so that you can stay up to date on things that, that I'll be doing here in the future. And I pray that this is a blessing to you today and that you were able to find some nugget that you can incorporate into your daily life to find that freedom. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.